This is another episode of The Right Life Podcast, your number one source for everything bariatric surgery, from pre-op to post-op. Registered dietitian Alex Conception gives you real, raw tips and motivation through your journey. This is The Right Life Podcast. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to The Right Life Podcast. I hope you've had a wonderful week. It is a beautiful Friday here in Las Vegas. It's a little overcast, and I decided to jump on. Today, I want to talk to you about a very hot topic, and that is weight loss stalls, specifically in the first three to eight weeks after surgery. So, it is very likely you will hit a weight loss stall in the first six weeks, and I can understand how frustrating that can be. But if you have hit that weight loss stall, the first thought is typically, what am I doing wrong and why am I failing? And a typical scenario that might be rolling around in your head may be my friend or all these people. I'm putting up air quotes when I say all these people, by the way. The more you get to know me, the more you realize how much I emphasize comparing yourself to other people. But any, anyhow... You may be thinking all these people in these support groups who've had the sleeve and lost 100 pounds in the first six months. Your scenario may be that I lost 22 pounds in the first three weeks, but not a single pound on week four. What the F is going on? Why am I failing and what am I doing wrong? Does that sound familiar? For a lot of you, I'm sure it does. Most of us have thought about doing this procedure for years and may have spent weeks or months preparing. This is supposed to be the new beginning, the fresh start. For that reason, it is understandable why frustration and panic sets in when we lose the momentum and hit that first stall. For the most part, you are most likely not doing anything wrong. In my experience, 99%, I would say 99.9% of consults that I've had where we discuss a weight stall was not even a stall. It was more of a perspective of a stall because that lack of momentum, that loss of momentum that you've had from the beginning. But we'll talk about managing perspectives and unrealistic expectations in just a moment. If you're experiencing a weight loss stall in the first six weeks, six to eight weeks, for the most part, your body just needs to adapt, adjust, and heal. I want to remind you what your body has gone through in the last few weeks. Just like I discussed in a couple episodes ago, the the pre-op diet. That's number one factor. If you lost a bunch of weight during your pre-op diet, there is a chance that you can slow after surgery again because of that healing and adaptation and adjustment that your body has to go through. So you've gone through a pre-op diet, typically this is, so you can shrink your liver. Your liver shrinks because you are using up all of your stored glycogen in your liver for energy, but chances are you haven't depleted your liver glycogen in years, maybe never. Then you add 80% of your gut removed. Then you had to go through a series of phases before you can reintroduce solid foods. We're talking about the clear liquid phase, the full liquid phase, the puree, the soft foods, and then reintroduce solid foods again. Shock after shock after shock to the system, your body is less likely stalling, I'm using those air quotes again, and more likely just 
screaming what the F is going on and trying to figure things out. Because remember, you've lived your life a certain way for so many years. Your body's confused. Realistically, your body's trying to restore the size of your liver, adjust the changes, adjust to the changes and recreate a new norm. The first month's rapid weight loss is most likely due to a combination of water, muscle, and fat. But long-term fat loss is a slow process that will require consistency. Now let's go back to managing unrealistic expectations and the perspective that you are failing. First off, everybody is different. And the fact that you are frustrated is typically due to you comparing yourself to somebody else. Maybe somebody on the forums, somebody you may know who has gone through the procedure, but everybody is different. Everybody heals differently. If me and you were to cut our finger today, we're not going to be healed on the same day. You are comparing your weight loss journey to somebody else that has a different starting weight, starting age, metabolic rate, a different lifestyle leading up to that point. So you cannot compare your journey to anyone else's because this is not magic. This is a tool. This is a tool to help you stay consistent and prevent you from going overboard. But everything before the procedure still counts. Like I said, your metabolism is a reflection of your lifestyle leading up to that point. So if you were an athlete before, it is more likely you will have a faster metabolism with the muscle mass and the muscle memory, or maybe you were a chronic dieter. You've yo-yo dieted your entire life, and that is a recipe to jeopardize and really mess up your metabolism. So afterwards, it will still be a, a lot slower rate of weight loss compared to somebody else who, like I said, may have been an athlete. But within that time frame, within that uh, six, eight, ten weeks, your comparison to, to that other person has absolutely zero merit to what you're comparing yourself to. Okay, so we've discussed expectations that were manifested by comparison. Now I want to talk about realistic expectations within this time frame and the perspective that you're failing. I've had countless patients email me with simply, I haven't lost a single pound in the last two weeks. I haven't lost a single pound in the last three weeks. What am I doing wrong? How am I failing? Why am I failing? And that's it. That would literally be the entire email, a snapshot of their frustration, and that's it. And that's the problem. It's a snapshot of a frustrated two weeks and completely disregard everything that's happened so far. Not taking a look at the big picture, saying, hey, I haven't lost any weight in the last two weeks, but completely disregard the fact that it's only been four weeks, but in the first two weeks, you lost, let's say, 25 pounds. I wouldn't disregard your frustration. I would take an account that you haven't lost any weight in the last two weeks, but I want to see how much you've lost so far and I want to see how long it's been. So I would ask, what is your current weight? And determine that you've lost 25 pounds in four weeks. And I want to pause and let that sink in. Remember, this is perspective. So I would invite you to say this out loud. I haven't lost a single pound in the last two weeks. Now say this out loud. I've lost 25 pounds in the last month. Two different perspectives in the same time period. 
but one of them is a victory and positive, and I invite you to celebrate those wins. I'd like to provide you with another perspective, okay? Let's take that same person, 25-pound weight loss in four weeks. If you were to take 25 pounds of fat in a pot and put it on a burning stove, how long do you think it would take to burn out? A long time, okay? Now, with that being said, your body is not as efficient as fire is. Your body is an ecosystem with millions of pathways and functions, okay? Your goal is to lose weight. You've had the procedure. You can't even eat more than 500 calories. You are limiting your resources. It doesn't even make sense that you're not losing weight, right? You're eating less than you were before, but nothing is happening after the two weeks because that's your focus, Your focus is to lose fat and body weight, but your body does not discriminate and will prioritize the resources you put in your body for what is more important, and that would be healing and organ function. And when your resources are limited, your body will hoard resources, okay? That may not affect your body composition negatively, but most definitely affect the number on the scale, which is why you can lose inches and not pounds on the scale. This does not mean you're not progressing. It's the fact that it's only been four weeks and your body has to adapt and adjust, okay? You're limiting your resources and you're still healing, adapting, and adjusting. Also, have you ever wondered where that fat actually goes? Think about the actual weight that you're losing, 25 pounds. Now go to the store and try to buy 25 pounds of meat. The density, the sheer size of that, where does that go by dropping the calories that you're consuming and your expectation of the weight loss in this certain amount of time at such a progressive rate? When you use energy, fat, through activities of daily living, exercise, the igniter is oxygen, okay, and the byproduct, the waste, the fat that you want to take away from your body, it's removed from your breath, the CO2 in your mouth, through your skin when you perspire, you sweat, and through urine when you pee, okay? And now think about how much water you're drinking right now. If it's less than the minimum, if you're drinking 30 ounces of water, again, it will be prioritized. The minimum uh, across the board is 64 ounces. Now that is the minimum, Okay, that doesn't account for where you live, how dry the area is, what if it's summertime right now. So your minimum can actually be higher. And if you're not providing your body with enough water, it does not, you don't have the resources to get rid of that waste. Okay, so keep that into consideration as well. Your body does not have enough water and it will hold the water and prioritize what's more important. And that is going to be, again, organ function and healing. So what can you do? Look at the big picture. Look at what you've accomplished so far compared to what you've accomplished today or recently. Continue doing what you're supposed to be doing consistently and your body will reward you. Your body will continue to move. We're talking about maintaining calorie control, staying within your caloric limits. I always say prioritize your protein, 
eat your protein first and fill up on veggies. When you stick to protein and veggies, you won't have to worry about calories because this tool will take care of the rest. Make sure you're exercising and then also make sure you are drinking plenty of water. Again, the minimum 64 ounces more is better. Also, don't weigh yourself every day. Throw that scale out. If you weigh yourself every day, it will drive you nuts. I say at least weigh yourself once every two weeks. Focus on what's important. Again, the calories, the exercise, activity, fluid, and your body will move. All right, guys, I hope that helps. I hope it gives you some perspective, and I hope it prevents some frustration moving forward. All right, guys, take care, be safe, and I will see you in the next. Peace. This was another episode of The Right Life Podcast. For more motivation and future episodes with Alex, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any life-changing moments.